Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Media. I'm your host, Juliana Martins. You know that feeling at the end of the week when you're finally done, and no matter how much stuff went awry or how bananas of a week it was, it's finally over and you can sit down and kick your feet up. For those of you above the age of 21, you crack open a beer, pop open a bottle of wine, it's unreal, and you know what they say, Friday beers, they just hit different. If you haven't figured it out yet, my guest on the pod today is a big fan of Friday beers, like such a big fan that he and his brother started the infamous IG page that now has over 1.4 million followers. Max Barrett and his brothers built an entire company on the incredible feeling of a beer at the end of the week. I'm super excited to introduce you all to Max and talk to him about the story behind Friday beers. Hello, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. I am here with somebody I'm so excited to talk about, Max Barrett from the Instagram account Friday Beers. Hello, Max. Hello. Thanks for having me. Excited I'm so to be excited here. to have you. I know. This is going to be so feeling, exciting. Feeling is mutual. I realized that I'm interviewing you on a Friday. So that just like I got like super giddy. I was like, wow, this is yeah. just so timely. <laughs> You got goose goosebumps. I got the bumps. Yeah. I got the goosebumps. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the most appropriate time. Absolutely. So glad you were available on, on such a busy day as <laughs> it was Friday for you. So I would like love to just start and jump in and ask about the concept of Friday beers. So it was started around the concept of having a beer after a long week. How did you take this simple concept and turn it into an eleven person company? I, it actually is funny. So like the concept of Friday beers began like way before the account started and it was really um something that my brother jack and i we we've been comedy writers for several years and we've had you know a number of comedic projects sketch comedy we've been writing scripts and kind of just developing characters and jokes and all that work kind of like came together at the start of the instagram account so it was it was kind of like you know, three or four years of of preparation for for the actual like inception of the Friday Beers Instagram account, and and yeah, it was you know uh, on the surface like all about that Friday release when you can hang out with uh, your friends and have a few beers, but you know the the comedy we love and like the jokes you write are all centered around the relationships you have with your friends and like kind of like fantasizing about your social lives on the weekends, and we kind of just really started to imagine like the the storylines that you have with your buddies as like storylines in like movies and like TV shows and it really just became this like aspira- aspirational world for a lot of people who have ever you know worked a 9 to 5 and or or worked for the weekend to put it more simply so you guys did that as a passion like writing this comedy for the first few yeah, years yeah it was just like a side Hustle. You know, Jack and I were working corporate jobs. I was in, working in advertising. He was uh, working at a media company. And on the side, we would just kind of toss scripts back and forth, make sketch comedy, toss ideas around, and it it never it never really felt like like it, it could be anything more than just like a, a passion or a hobby until it came together in this Instagram account. Did you guys grow up having like some sort of inspiration to be creative like that? Or you guys just as kids really liked having a creative outlet, that comedy and the writing? It was definitely more of 
an outlet. We're, we're uh, Jack and I grew up in a town. Uh, it's called Greenwich, Connecticut, which you know it's it's kind of like a one track town. Like mm-hmm. you're you're really there's like a lot of this expectation to either like you know, work in finance or become like a doctor or a lawyer. It's like the, those are like the three careers, and if you're not one of those, you're a failure type of type of idea or mentality. And Jack and I just weren't smart enough to do any of those. So we we decided to write jokes instead. Your parents must have been so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Our parents were are super, super supportive. So we were very lucky in that sense. But yeah, we just kind of had this creative itch that we were like unsure if we should scratch it. And then like as we started going further down like the corporate road, we were like, this sucks. Like, let's scratch it a bit more. And yeah, eventually we were just like, let's really pursue this full time. That's awesome. I love that. And so Friday beers grew exclusively from word of mouth and constant sharing with DMs. You guys didn't really have any partnerships. So why do you think Friday beers was able to grow to the magnitude that it has within two years without outside funds? To be honest, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I still think it's like a big prank. Like I I think, you know, Ashton Kutcher is going to pop out and be like, punk dude, like you thought... You thought you had, you know, you had a million followers in eight months. Like, <laughs> it's really been wild. Like, I, I think you know, looking back, and, and we've talked about this a bunch. Like, me, Jack, me, Jack, and Sam, are, who's our other brother, who also started Friday Beers with us, and we just think like the jokes. It's the relatability of the jokes we make and the characters that we create. So, like in the on the account, like we make these videos that. They have, you know, like one-off jokes, but they also incorporate this group of characters that come, almost act as like representations of everyone's friend group. So, you know, in the same way, it, it, you know, they've been called like the zodiac signs for guys. So these <laughs> these are these archetypes of of people in your friend group that are kind of universal, and you know, people are are able to like really see like, oh, like in my you know, in my friend group. Jake is the fringe guy or Todd is the big fella or Jamie is, you know, girlfriend guy or Willie is a uh, late night specialist. So it just has, has this sense of like, we're talking to them specifically. And I think that is what's re- that's what really caused the organic kind of like grassroots groundswell. Like yeah. people were just sharing this stuff and, and we didn't need to uh, look for, you know, paid promotions or partnerships because it was just something that was getting t- like passed around in text threads and group DMs. And um, it was, I think it just really boiled down to that, that relatability. You guys really said Instagram, do your thing, work your magic. <laughs> and <Yes>. it did. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> so are you guys still all like super ingrained in the content process? Like you yeah. guys are just, that's what you're kind of doing. It's always been, led by me, Jack and Sam, like the content stuff. Jack is the only one of us with any sort of like business acumen or knowledge. So <laughs> he he's he's the only reason that we've we're able to turn kind of like this cultural movement or like, you know, this that you know, this comedy brand into what is, you know, looking more like a media company than just like a meme page. So Jack, you know, all credit to Jack there because <laughs> Sam and I are absolutely clueless. But um, as far as the content goes, I I act as like the chief creative officer mm-hmm. and I oversee like all the, the Friday beers 
creation of uh, content for the Friday Beers page. And Sam not only assists with that, but he also runs a handful of kind of like the subsidiary accounts that we've created based off of like some of the jokes in the Friday Beers world. So the Almost Friday page, the Commence Suckdown page, Dr. Locks. These are all just kind of like tangential accounts that are related to like the Friday Beers universe, but also have kind of like a niche following community around them. So yeah, it's that we're, we're all, we're very, very involved in the content process still. When did you start those other accounts? Like obviously when this one, when Friday Beer started gaining wild success, you guys just saw a need or yeah. an opportunity there. Yeah. It really is just kind of being like, like reactionary and like opportunistic. So, mm-hmm. you know, when we, when Friday beers started getting big, we noticed like a couple of like the phrases we used were getting a lot of traction and like becoming kind of like colloquialisms within like the Friday beers world. So for example, almost Friday was something we would say on Thursdays and we post a series of photos with kind of like these like very like indiv- individualistic like uh, mood like moody uh, funny photos with the almost Friday phrase and those like became widely shared and it just felt like oh almost Friday can exist on its own mm-hmm. which it now does and it's its own account it's also its own merch line and kind of has you know while it lives like within like the Friday beers world it does have like a slightly different vibe and like there's a slightly different lane there which we thought like the separation would would help with that and you know the same goes for <laughs> the the phrase we use before we start drinking and it's like maybe like the most kind of like <laughs> immature thing you could say but it's commence suck down that's kind of what what we said <laughs> all throughout you know high school and college and, and to be honest i don't even remember like its origin. I, I, I want to say like our dad said it one time and we were like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> and then it just like caught on. But this is great. But now it's kind of, yeah, it's like, you know, let us commence. Like that's, that's the way we say like, Hey, like let's have some beers. We say like, you know, let's commence suck down. And that again, like that phrase kind of took on a life of its own. We saw people using it, you know, in their, group chats and then a text they would send us. And so it felt like, oh, there's another opportunity to create an account that's more focused on like the the real like drinking partying mm-hmm. aspect of Friday beers because Friday beers is like, you know, pretty all encompassing. It isn't about one thing. It isn't just about drinking. It isn't just about hanging out with your friends. It's really a wider ranging universe. So there's these subsets that, that we identify and we're like, yeah, might as well see if you know this can create like a, a more focused community on its own. Absolutely. It's basically like a lifestyle right now and you're hitting all verticals of that. Yes, yeah, so awesome. it is de- definitely, Friday beers is definitely a, a way of life. <laughs> so how did you transition from corporate life? I know you're working in advertising to running multiple social media accounts, merchandising, live events, your podcasts, and an indie record label all within <laughs> two years. <laughs> With yeah, dude, that's a lot. When you read it, read it out like that, it's a lot. Yeah, you guys are doing the most over there, and like that was all during the pandemic too, or like a big portion of that. So that's wild. Yeah, I, I honestly, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I I do think the pandemic helped in a way because it was just like there's we were just in our houses, and you know during quarantine we were just working pretty much, but 
we, Jack and I, when we like, and Sam, when we saw like Friday beers becoming something that was like substantial and like, oh, you know, we started selling merchandise. That was, that was the first way we kind of started to realize this could become a business is through selling merch. And when we did that, it still took us a while to give up our full-time jobs. It was like very much, you know, let's take a you know, calculated risk. Let's really get this to a point where it's sustainable before any of us quit our jobs. Yeah. I mean, that must have been terrifying, especially like you said, like you grew up thinking like this was how life was supposed to be. This is the job you're supposed to have. So quitting all of that to do this must have been terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it's I don't like know how like healthcare works or like how to do taxes and shit. Like I much less start my own own business. What are, ta- what are taxes? Yeah. Like off the record, I probably haven't paid taxes in like five years. <laughs> but it was, I was the first one to leave my full-time job. And that was once we reached a point where we felt like, okay, there's like, we, we had kind of gotten through the first few months of the pandemic, which we were nervous about. Cause we were like, there's so much uncertainty. Is this going to last? And once we felt like, all right, we, you know, we can handle the adversity and and there's there's a real way to make this work i left my job and was just you know doing creative for friday beers full time eventually a few months later sam left his real estate job and then a few months after that jack came on full time so it was like a very slow staggered process where like you know you always hear these what, what really like annoys me is when you hear these motivational speakers being like you just got to like jump in the deep end, like get, leave it all behind, like take the, you know, buy the ticket, take the flight, like just take a huge risk. And like, I couldn't be more against that. Same. It's like, you, you need to have, you need to like see the beginnings of success before like you really know, okay, let's go full in on this thing. And like, it, it takes time. And like, it, like I said earlier, it's a calculated risk. And so it wasn't like this big plunge where we were like, let's, you know, let's go for it. It was like, all right, we've, we have a proof of concept. We see that it works and we can, now we've identified the ways that it can grow, which were obviously we had the Instagram and the merchandise, but we, you know, with this brand, we realized, okay, now it can extend into podcasting. It can extend into live events. You know, Jack and I are comedy writers. So we're working on TV and movie projects. Wow, that's so exciting. There were just so many avenues that we kind of like started to started to see that we realized if we if we wanted to pursue those, then it does have to become full time because it is just like so much going on. And eventually we started to hire a team and we found some like, you know, really talented people just literally just through social media. You know, we found a couple like really funny content creators, a really talented designer. And so it just, we, then we, we start to build the infrastructure to be able to like maintain all, all these different projects we have going on. Honestly, I just want to go back to what you said earlier about those motivational speakers. Cause that's one of my biggest pet peeve too. Just like stop everything, quit your job, jump in or else you're not going to be successful. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, I agree. That's what I did when I started my company. I was working at a healthcare PR firm and I, like you guys did, was making a business plan, making sure it was profitable, already setting contracts with clients. So I would have an income for the next six months. It's like, 
that's teaching people very, very bad practices. Like you need to have everything and you're going slow and steady. You said like you guys staggered, then you started hiring people slowly, slowly, slowly. And you're only taking on like you're still going for it, but it's pragmatic. It's strategic. Totally. And we're we're, we're constantly evaluating how much risk we're taking and like, you know, should we, can we bring on another person? Like, can we afford this project? Like, should we be cutting back? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's like so funny to me, like the, the Gary V's of the world being like, you know, just fuck it, bro. Like, you know, when I was like 22, like I was just, I was working like 80 hours a day, even though there's like only 24 <laughs> and, uh, it's like, you just got to make it happen. It's like, dude, you are such a, <laughs> this is like just the worst advice of all time. <laughs> yeah. Well, anybody listening to this, they'll have their head on straight after it. <laughs> um, okay. And I know you were mentioning podcasts. So what kind of guests do you have on your podcast? So yeah, the podcast we're about to release. Okay, um, so you haven't released it yet? We haven't released it yet. We've been recording episodes for the past few months. It's it's just called the the Friday Beers Podcast. And it's uh, hosted by me and Jack. And the concept is it's pretty revolutionary, pretty innovative. I don't know if you're ready for this. But basically, we sit down with celebrities. We have beers with them. And then we take questions from our audience that our audience gives us. And we ask them those questions. My it's, mind is blown. Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. We, we're calling it a and a I've never heard the, of that yeah. term before. It's an acronym. Uh, okay. We, okay. I think we, we came up with it. But the, the idea is basically in a more like conceptual sense. is like if you, if you had the opportunity to sit down and like if you ran into – Cody Co at a bar, like what would you ask him? And we'll ask him that for you because we have we're gonna have we have beers with Cody Co or like you know we'll sit down with Jared Goff. It's like if you ran into Jared Goff and oh, you know Hermosa That's Beach, cool. what would you want to say to him? And we act as like the uh, mouthpiece for our audience, and they can just live vicariously through us having beers with their favorite celebrities. <laughs> But such a fun concept though but because i feel like depending on like who you have on there you can have some wild conversations Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, some of the people we've had on have gotten lo- more loose than others, but it's, <laughs> and also like, it is really like the, the questions we get are like pretty random and like, it's a full on grab bag. So it's like the, the guests are always kind of on their toes. Like they don't really know what, there's no rhyme or reason for what we ask. It's like one question will be about their career. And then like the next one will be like, Cody Co, like how big is your penis? So <laughs> it's it's really uh you get best of both worlds. Innovation at its finest. Yeah. So the team's grown. There are so many different branches of the company. I assume you wear so many hats as the CCO. What's your favorite part about running Friday beers? That's another loaded question. I'm just mm. hitting you hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the free merch I get is my favorite part. <laughs> I would say that my favorite part, I mean, I, I really, it's just super cool to like 
for for a job to just edit videos and write jokes like that is that's like what i was doing in my free time for fun so to be able to come in the office every day and just like do something i enjoy is uh is pretty cool and obviously now it's it it, it does feel like a bit more there's like a bit more pressure and like we have mm-hmm. you know and it doesn't it's not as like playful as it used to be but whenever i get like too stressed out i kind of just remind myself that like what i'm doing is is pretty fun and it's pretty unique and and uh, again like it's just something that i genuinely enjoy doing so that is really the coolest part for me you know it it is kind of like a, a dream job even if I, I do have panic attacks twice a week <laughs> well as you grow it too obviously you know this is you can step back into whatever role you want to once the company is like fully grown and you have all these people handling all this stuff you can really just focus on what you're passionate about yeah that, no that's a great point like we right now we're in the process of trying to like put to, put these systems in place where things can kind of be more i guess like more automated mm-hmm. and but like without you know it's really tough because like what people love about Friday beers is the authenticity and like our voice and our personality. And that's really been driven by me and my two brothers. So that's, that's why I'm terrified to ever like really let go of that because it just, I don't know if it'll come across the same way. And so that's why Jack, me, Jack and Sam are still just kind of really close to the the content in that sense. But as we bring on, uh, more people and you know they're super talented and they they start to understand the brand like yeah the the idea is we'll have that structure in place where then jack and i can fo- focus on writing the tv show or writing the movie and you know sam can do whatever he likes to do i don't even know what he likes to do <laughs> i was just talking to somebody the other day too i have a younger brother he's 20 and I was like, oh, yeah, no, we're good. I love him. Love him so much. And he was like, well, what does he like to do? And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't yeah. know anything about him, but I know uh, I know I he's good. I, he really likes LeBron James, as do I. But Great, uh, you guys have that in common. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's really bond. bond. It's bonded us as yeah. siblings. <laughs> Thanks, LeBron. <laughs> do you have any advice for people that want to start a business with their family? Yeah, I would say that... You, you should have a good relationship with them before getting into business. Jack, Sam, and I have always been best friends, super close. You know, Jack and I are basically two years apart. So, you know, we went to high school together, visited him in college. Like, you know, Jack is Jack is my homie as well as my brother. And, and Sam, he's six years younger, but, you know, we were always uh, super close as well and I'm really immature, so I actually felt almost closer to Sam <laughs> as uh, growing up. But I would say, yeah, make sure that you're close with your family beforehand because it does like get messy. And and I would the one thing I would say is like respect the boundaries of your the the family members you're working with as if they were as if they weren't your family members mm-hmm. because the the uh, the only moments where we've gotten into kind of messy situations as when we're so comfortable with each other that like we'll like we'll say things or act in ways 
like or in the workplace that like you were you wouldn't do that if it was like your actual coworker. You're only doing that because like it's your brother and like yeah. you know you've been <laughs> fighting each other since you were six. And those are the moments where it's like we got to kind of like take a step back and realize like this that's <laughs> that's not a, we this we can't run a business like if we're just gonna go at each other in the kind of like that personal petty way that brothers mm-hmm. do. Like there needs to be the uh, professional respect when around around business things, and that that would be about my my main piece of advice is like treat the boundaries with your siblings or whoever whatever family members you're working with as if they were uh, just random people, random people, regular colleagues. I <laughs> regular, that's yeah, really regular. good advice. Yeah. So. Running a social media meme page that posts about parties, lifestyle, self-deprecating humor, people might assume that it's simple to run this page and they don't see the behind the scenes of this massive brand. So what do you wish people knew about the behind the scenes of growing Friday beers into this amazing hub? Well, yeah, I would say it's a it's probably a lot more work than people think. You know, when we first started, it was just me, Jack, and Sam. And Sam and I were the ones editing the videos and, you know, we were, we were making, I don't know, seven to 10 videos a week and, you know, posting them at all times of the day. So it, you know, for the first year, basically, and this is while we're working full-time jobs, like run on Fridays, every Friday for about a year, Sam or I would wake up at 5 a.m. because we're, uh, we're on the West Coast. So like to meet like the East Coast hours, like 5 a.m., like finish the Friday videos for that day, you know, put your posting at 6 a.m. And then every three hours throughout the day. And that's before going to your full-time job. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, after that, like every Friday night for about a year, Sam and I or Jack would be reposting the stories that we were tagged in. So it was, you know, kind of this nonstop vigilance like engagement where i mean obviously like we would be reposting stories while like we were at the bar like getting drunk but like you're still working Uh, (laughs) and then every you know saturday we would we would cut together like a recap video with with all the clips that we were tagged in so it was basically like a seven-day operation and still kind of is and it's and it requires like you know tons of supervision and attentiveness and long long hours but again like it it was it was not something that we were doing because we had a gun to our head like we were we were really excited about it and i think that's that's what i would, I would encourage everyone to to try and find is like something that excites them in that way where like they they're doing this because um they're they're passionate versus you know, for any other reason. <laughs> so is going out drinking considered working hard or hardly working? I think <laughs> probably a bit of both. It's it, okay. You can be, you know, I'm very productive when I'm drunk. So I love that. I guess it just, it depends on your, on your, uh, on your tolerance. I remember there were a couple of nights where I would like come back from a night out and I'll just like sit down and edit a video. And then you wake up the next morning and be like, this is horrible. (laughs) This this is just not a good idea. (laughs) 
But uh, but sometimes it works. So when you run an account that's very much in the public eye, right now you guys have about 1.4 million followers. You've been able to keep your personal account private. Do you enjoy being anonymous in a sense on your personal page compared to the amount of people that follow you on Friday beers? Yeah, I mean, it was never... We were never like... Never started this to uh, give ourselves any type of notoriety or fame like that. We are we really just like want to make comedy. It's all we ever wanted to do, and to have a platform to to make people laugh. Jack and me, Jack and Sam are not. We've never been like really uh, hungry for the camera. Now that we're like we're at a point where people are curious about who's behind the account, and and we can kind of see like. It, it just kind of makes sense to to attach like our, our faces to it a bit. Like obviously, it'll never c- come before Friday beers. Like Friday mm-hmm. beers is always the biggest, most important <laughs> part of this. And the Barrett brothers are like way down the totem pole. But we're we're starting to see that like it's you know people would want to engage with the brand, and and it's easier to do that when there are humans <laughs> behind it. So. Yeah, it's it's not we're not proactively you know trying to like blow up our personal accounts or anything. I actually love that for you. We uh yeah, and it's you know, it, you know, we, the the podcast is that that will be the first time where we really have like exposure like as, you know, ourselves, but again, that's the focus is really going to be on our guests and we're just kind of like the facilitators. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's never <laughs> never been about the Bear Brothers. So speaking about celebrities, did Dua Lipa block you guys? <laughs> yeah, so why been a, a long a long history with Dua Lipa? Tell she us was more. The, she was the only person we followed. Although, well, this is, it's a very funny timing for this interview because I believe Dua Lipa's recently single. She just broke up with her boyfriend Anwar. That those that's just the word on the street. But We're not that, that was uh, the tension between <laughs> Friday Beers and Dua Lipa for a long time. She, she was the only account we followed. She had this boyfriend, Anwar Hadid, who... Uh, Some might know. Put it bluntly, like, he sucks. Like, he's... <laughs> at least we think he sucks. <laughs> and maybe he's a good guy. I don't know. But we uh, <laughs> we would comment on Dua Lipa's photos every now and then, just... If she posted him, just kind of like poking fun at him. It was all good natured pretty much until we we made one comment on a photo of, of them two saying, Who's the make a wish kid? And <laughs> oh th- and that was the comment that got us blocked. So that was about it must have been like a year ago or more. We got blocked and we were heartbroken. But um It's really hard. In the darkness, there is always light. And that light was Haley Steinfeld, and she came into our lives. Well, you know, I say she came into our lives. We started following her. <laughs> so tell us more about that. What's the deal with her? Haley, Haley is uh, she just she's got it all. You know, she Oscar nominated, platinum. What's her that's record? the song with the lesso. I mean, that's pretty yeah, cool yeah, for no, her. She, she makes all right. Here, to put it just like very simply. She makes bangers. She's a dope actress. She's an ill babe. She seems like she has a heart of gold. She's super funny. I mean, she checks all the boxes. So it was a no-brainer for us to be like, all right, now like Haley's gonna become the love of our lives. 
Honestly. She's actually, she's been more receptive than Duo was. I'll say that. And you guys actually worked with her on a sketch, right? Yes. Our management team connected with, with her team and just like by some miracle, Haley agreed to do a video with us. It was, it was virtual. So we never actually met her in person, but we met her through a screen. I think she potentially might recognize me if she saw me. Not sure. But yeah, I mean, then after that, we we found out that her brother Griffin Steinfeld was a big fan of ours and he follows us. So shout out Griffin. I always shout out Griffin, I think, in every interview I've done. Shout out Griffin Steinfeld. Her, her mom, Sherry, follows us. It's a common, whole family affair now. Sometimes. Yeah. You guys are getting serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was surprised that, didn't, that we didn't get the Thanksgiving invite. Maybe, maybe next year. We still got time. And then, yeah, recently it was Haley's birthday on December 11th. I, I sound like such a fucking stalker right now. It's crazy. But uh, we, we like made a post wishing her happy birthday. And she like, she put it on her story. And then there was a little flirtation and a potential Chili's date is in the works now wow. uh, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So, up. yeah, it's coming up. And it, but it's like it's unclear who would really attend the date. It's like, do we send all three brothers? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, I mean, Jack's married, so maybe just me or Sam. It can be like the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. I was yeah, I was thinking it should be like a dating game. Totally. And we could be yeah, we'll bring some of our other guys. Yeah, we'll just bring the entire team. Like, all right. just like duel it pick, out. Just pick one of us. <laughs> who do you want to go on a date to Chili's with? But yeah, that's the that's a dual leap. Uh, Haley Steinfeld saga. Amazing. Well, this has been so entertaining, and I wish I could talk to you for like another three hours. Because I'm a blast. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Where I mean, obviously, our listeners can find you at Friday Beers. So I was going to ask <laughs> how can our listeners find you, but yeah, we pretty much covered that. At at Friday Beers on Instagram. That's yeah. That's where you can find everything amazing well thank you thank you this was a lot of fun behind the media is a red rock music podcast and is powered by Acast. i'm your host juliana martins our producer is emma martins our executive producer is red yokum for more follow us on instagram at behind the media podcast new episodes weekly available wherever you listen to podcasts Come back next week for another look behind the media.